Welcome to Copyright Clearance Center's podcast series. I'm Christopher Keneally for Beyond the Book. It's Friday, October 20th, 2017. Our weekly guest on the show is Andrew Albanese, publisher's weekly senior writer, who joins me today from his office in Manhattan. Welcome back, Andrew. Hey there, Chris. Well, I should say welcome back to Manhattan because we are both back from Germany and the Frankfurt Book Fair, which concluded last weekend. And organizers there have tallied up the attendance numbers, so I have to ask, did Frankfurt see a third straight year of rising numbers among publishers, or is that streak at an end? Well, welcome back to you as well. And in fact, there's quite a bit to report after we podcasted from the fair last Friday, but first things first, the streak is over. Uh, And just barely. Frankfurt Book Fair officials reported that the professional attendance at the 2017 Frankfurt Book Fair was basically flat. In fact, it was down just a minuscule 0.02% from the 2016 fair. Uh, And of course, all eyes will be on the fair next year to see if this is sort of a new trend line. In other words, if this is where the fair is now going to sort of stand right around 142,000 professional attendees, or whether there's still room for growth. And my suspicion is, is that the level that Frankfurt was at this year is probably going to be revealed as the new normal. I think you might see slight movement either way, depending on things like currency fluctuations or economic circumstances or other world events. Lord knows those are happening fast and furious these days. Uh, But I think the days of drawing 158, 160,000 trade professional visitors to the Frankfurt Book Fair are likely over. Still, if the fair can consistently draw 140 to 145,000 publishers to the fair every year, that's pretty good, in my opinion. Uh, And while we spoke last week a lot about stability, stability was a real theme at this year's Frankfurt Book Fair. I think the takeaway from this year's attendance, uh, even though it was just down slightly, that it was flat from the year before, basically, I think that shows that there's stability at the Frankfurt Book Fair as well. So, in uh, choppy waters, stability is a good thing, Andrew Albanese, and certainly on the trade side, that uh, flat is the new normal, uh, was welcomed, I'm sure, by the book fair organizers. Um, The book fair does open to the public on Saturday, the final day of the conference, and public visitors were up sharply, although those attendance numbers may be a signal that is... Uh, owing to instability rather than um, stability. And of course, the instability would be on the political side of things. Exactly. So overall, the Frankfurt Book Fair attendance for this year jumped by a pretty hefty 3%. 3 is a big number when you're talking about a fair of this size. Counting the public attendance, this year's fair saw nearly 287,000 visitors, including the public, which uh, you know is allowed in on the final Saturday of the fair. But, you know, but usually the public day at the fair is, you know, you've seen one of these, you know, I'm sure in the past, it's, it's filled with kids in costume, and they come for author readings and appearances, and it's really all good fun. This year, however, there was some drama as protesters descended on some of the right-wing publishers in Hall 3, and physical altercations actually broke out, which had to be put down by police. So, indeed, it's jarring to hear and see reports of this kind of conduct at the Frankfurt Book Fair, and in a statement, uh, fair officials actually had to come out and condemn violence, and they said that it goes against everything that the fair represents. So, those policemen that you saw in riot gear, those were not kids in costumes. They were not people dressed up as riot cops this year. (laughs) They really were there at the Frankfurt book fair, and that is kind of a sad development. Andrew Albanese returns in a moment with more thoughts on why a politicized Frankfurt book fair represents a challenge for organizers and publishers. This is CCC's Beyond the Book. 
Publishers Weekly Radio has the very best in book talk directly from New York City, the heart of the book publishing world. I'm Mark Rotella, Senior Editor at Publishers Weekly. And I'm Rose Fox. I'm a Senior Reviews Editor at Publishers Weekly. Join us every Friday for a full hour of exciting author interviews, best-selling books, and expert reports on the nuts and bolts of publishing. Every week, we make sure that you have the inside story of your favorite story. Take a listen at publishersweekly.com slash pwradio. It's Friday, October 20th, 2017, and you are listening to CCC's Beyond the Book. I'm Christopher Keneally with Andrew Albanese from Publishers Weekly. And Andrew, it didn't take a magic eight ball to predict the recently concluded Frankfurt Book Fair would have a political cast this year. 2017 is like that a lot. But now that we have seen politically sparked clashes at the fair, how might that complicate things for Frankfurt going forward? You know, it's, it's, it's very hard to say how the clashes that ended this year's Frankfurt Book Fair are going to affect the fair going forward, but it almost certainly will. I can say that. Uh, I'll give full marks to Jurgen Booz and the Frankfurt Book Fair team this year for refusing to back away from the political challenges that face Europe, and that's certainly part of the publishing and media world, these political challenges. And I, I think it was a brave stand to take this year for Frankfurt. And I'll, I'll point out that the fair didn't create the political issues that are out there, right? There's, you know, Brexit and Trump have given a megaphone to nationalist movements and in Europe, nationalism is on the rise too. Politics happen. Uh, it's no fault of the Frankfurt Book Fair and certainly not of the publishing industry. It's just the way the things are happening now. The fair can't stand down from that. They have to live in the times, right? They have to take a stand on these things. But there are two things that I would keep for, an eye on for next year's fair. And the first is that to their credit, Frankfurt officials refused to block right-wing publishers from exhibiting at the fair. Free speech is free speech. That was the position that they took. But I wonder now if that's going to change. Uh, many of these right-wing publishers, of course, have exhibited at the Frankfurt Book Fair in the past. But this year, with the right actually winning seats in Parliament in Germany, the country's a bit on edge. And it really shouldn't surprise anyone that protesters arrived on site this year, especially given that Chancellor Merkel and French President Macron used the fair as an opportunity to sort of sketch out their vision of a Europe that was united by culture and not divided by nationalist impulses. So it's going to be interesting to watch if fair organizers sort of change their tune next year or alter their rules on who or how people can exhibit at next year's fair. And the second thing I would look for next year is, you know, the political stuff really reared its head last year at the end of the Frankfurt Book Fair. And while I think fair organizers rightly decided not to shy away from it, the question I have now is, did they embrace it a little too much? In other words, it sure seemed to me that Frankfurt used the value of publishers as cultural institutions, as defenders of free speech, and as multiculturalists to sort of market the fair this year and to market the benefit of publishing. But given the disconcerting and steady march of nationalist movements in Germany and in Europe, is that sort of you know way of promoting publishing going to turn the book fair into a battleground? You know, are they going to dial back the political rhetoric next year? Can they? Would they even think about doing that? We'll see. But I would point out just a couple of more things, and that's that fair organizers have laid down a marker and a passionate one at that as to what the fair stands for. So I think it would be really hard for them to walk back uh, some of the things that they've been talking about over the last year or two. 
And two, I don't see things improving over the next year politically, meaning that the political tensions and this nationalist fervor and the attacks on free speech that we've been seeing are probably going to be running even hotter at the 2018 Frankfurt Book Fair. You know, as much as I think Frankfurt would love to focus on the stability of the publishing industry, the narrative for the next year is going to be one of instability, at least in the political world. And I'd also point out next fall, uh, Barack Obama is set to drop a memoir. And boy, wouldn't it be a coup for him to address the Frankfurt Book Fair next year? Well, it's uh, it's tough to think about October 2018, but certainly everybody in the book business, once Frankfurt is over, turns their attention next to the London Book Fair, which comes to the Olympia Exhibition Center in April 2018. At that point, Andrew, I think we are likely to find out whether the politicization of publishing has legs. I think that's a really good point. And I think we will see something like this in London. Now, remember at last year's London Book Fair, there was a strong focus on uh, the UK, which just invoked Article 50, which started the clock on Brexit. The UK now has two years from this past April, right at the London Book Fair last year, to implement their new deals with their European counterparts now that they're leaving the EU. And by all accounts, and certainly it was a topic of discussion in Frankfurt, those new deals are not falling into place very easily. And I think that could have a real impact on the publishing business globally. Indeed, we're starting to see editorials about how England is approaching Brexit and how it's going to affect the publishing industry. I think the Publishers Association, President Stephen Latinga, had a piece in our show daily, and I know he's got a new editorial out about this as well. So I would expect by next April, when the clock is really ticking on Brexit, uh, and with the midterm elections in the U.S. heating up, and with the nationalists now actually sitting in German parliament, and on the march elsewhere through Europe. I'd like to know, I think we'd all like to be talking about Amazon or print versus digital or, you know, the great titles that the industry is putting out. But I do expect that politics is going to once again loom large in 2018, both in London and almost certainly in Frankfurt. Well, Andrew Albanese, whoever is on the ballot, you get my vote every Friday. (laughs) Andrew Albanese, Publishers Weekly senior writer. Thanks for joining me today and every Friday on CCC's Beyond the Book. My pleasure, as always. Coming up next on Beyond the Book at the annual conference of the STM Association in Frankfurt last week, Copyright Clearance Center CEO Tracy Armstrong moderated a panel looking at how the pursuit of diversity promises to improve all aspects of scholarly research from the lab to the library. When we all spoke in advance, everyone stressed that increasing diversity is a critical objective for each of the organizations represented here, as I'm sure it is in yours. And I think that's why we see so many interested people in the room here today. Diversity and inclusion are worthy pursuits in their own rights, but they are also business imperatives. Tracy Armstrong and STM Publishers on the business behind diversity in scholarly research, next on Beyond the Book. Beyond the Book is produced by Copyright Clearance Center, a global leader in content management, discovery, and document delivery solutions. Through its relationships with those who use and create content, CCC and its subsidiaries RightsDirect and Nexus drive market-based solutions that accelerate knowledge, power publishing, and advance copyright. Beyond the Book co-producer and recording engineer is Jeremy Brisky of Burst Marketing. I'm Christopher Keneally. Join us again soon on Beyond the Book.